Baylor has landed its 2024 quarterback, Nate Bennett, and he joins the show for an emergency locked on Baylor. Rock and roll. You are locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Drake Toll here from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears, alongside the newest Baylor Bear, Nate C. Bennett. Drake C. Toll, Nate C. Bennett. Just two guys doing a podcast. Uh, Nate, yes, sir. It is the it's the question that every Baylor Bear gets. Um, I got it when I first got to the university. It's why Baylor? Nate, for you, why hmm. Baylor? Dude, man, we could be here all day if I could give you every answer, but um, I can start off with this. So my, my parents actually graduated from Baylor. That's where they met, and they're happily married now, so obviously it worked out. So Baylor was, you know, good to them, it seems, at least in that sense. Um, so a lot of family in Waco, a lot of friends, um, so a lot of, a lot of good community there. Um, but I guess in the football sense, um, I went out and visited twice, um, connected immediately with the coaches, um, love the vision of what what they kind of have, have in place. Love the culture that Coach Aranda's put in. Um, and it's, you know, it's been a dream school since I was a kid. Lived in Waco for a few years in my early life. And so it kind of felt like a no-brainer. You know what I mean? It's like when this opportunity came, um, I just kind of had to jump on it. And I'm like, I want to I wanna bring a lot of championships to Waco, man. I want to wanna break a lot of records. And, and I, I plan on doing so. So super excited for this opportunity. And um, I guess that's that's kind of my short answer to that question. Nate, I'm looking at a picture right now, um, and nobody else can see it because it's just it's on my computer. But it says home, and it's yeah. you as like a small child, Baylor jersey on. I mean, yeah. you were born. You're you're a you're a Baylor Bay. You're a Baylor quarterback. I mean, everybody kind of grows right. up dreaming to play quarterback at their dream school. Uh, are you sure. playing quarterback at what you consider to be your dream school? A hundred percent. And uh, I lived in Norman for a little bit. So uh, that's gross. Oklahoma. Mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I shouldn't have said it. I instant regret. No, but I uh, lived in Norman a little bit. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, Oklahoma is a dream school. And, you know, maybe for like a few years, you know, like, oh, when Lincoln Riley was there. Yeah, Oklahoma. But, dude, since I've been in high school and, and I've been following the programs, it's like Baylor separated itself. And I think it's it's a better opportunity than Oklahoma right now. I think it's a better opportunity than a lot of schools. And uh, I'm just grateful that I can see that and, and I believe in what they're doing. So Baylor's the dream school. It's been the dream school. And I'm just happy we can make it happen. Nate, talk about your relationship with Sean Bell, the quarterback coach of Baylor, Jeff Grimes, Dave Aranda. You already mentioned Coach Aranda a bit. What about this staff attracted you to come to Baylor? Yeah, um, I think so. So actually, uh, Coach Holcomb, so uh, Coach Bell's assistant, um, Great dude. Love the man. Um, he's kind of the first one that reached out. Um, and when we first kind of talking over Twitter and whatnot and then kind of getting connected. So, I mean, these dudes are just they don't just care about who you are as a football player. They care about who you are as a man. And I think that's what's so important. And, you know, their motto, person over player. Um, I think they really stand by that. And, and with a lot of coaches, you know, you can see uh, whether you want to call it fake or whatnot. But it's like they don't really they won't really act how, act what they say. Um, and I think the thing that separates the, the Baylor coaches is like they're not going to sugarcoat anything. They're going to be direct and they've been direct through the whole process. And so, you know, Coach Bell, especially like that's a man that I want to lead me. And that's a man that I want to coach me. And, and you know, I want to play on Sundays and I think he can help me get there. Uh, and same with Coach Grimes. You know, I've talked to all of them over the phone and, and, and 
you know, seen him in person, obviously on visits. So I think that these men just kind of like embody who I want to be. And I think they all have a similar goal in mind and, and all preach the same message. So I think when visions are aligned and when we have kind of the same goal in mind, I think it's going to be, um, you know, translate to a lot of, a lot of Baylor football wins. Um, so, uh, Baylor fans, y'all should be excited, man. Nate, I, I don't, I, I want to be careful in asking this question because truly looking at your recruiting story, it, it's a complex one. You've had to work to get, you didn't grow up with the last name Manning. Um, there mm-hmm. are a lot of schools who have overlooked you in this process and looking at the schools who have given you offers now to commit to a university like Baylor. Take me through day one. I mean, you've got schools on here like Columbia and Old Dominion who have given you the call and, and Baylor obviously sets apart from those teams. Yeah. How did you work to this point to get an offer like Baylor's and, and take me through your entire recruiting story? Cause it seems like one where you embraced being an underdog. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's super cliche, like, Oh, the underdog or this and that. And, and the thing was like growing up, I never, I never was the underdog. I could always throw the ball the best. I was always like, Oh, he's the quarterback and he's the best player on the flag football team. He's the best player, you know, in middle school. And so I never really envisioned I'm going to be the underdog. It's like, you know, when you're a kid, it's like, okay, I'm going to be a five star and I'm going to have every offer in the world. You know, everyone says that, you know, when you think you're really good, but I think, you know, I've just been, you know, gone through a lot of humbling things. And in my, my freshman and sophomore year, I was at a smaller school called village Christian, um, you know, Oh, so much to them. owe so much to that coach um, had a great time there. Wouldn't change anything. Um, but, you know, under recruited those first two years, you see a lot of kids nowadays getting offers in like eighth grade, which is like not really legit. Yeah. But, you know, you see some you see some stuff where it's like, you know, he's six four, two twenty, you know, and he's you know 12 years old. So like it's just a potential offer. And so I wasn't six yeah. four. I wasn't two twenty five. You know, um, I could sling the ball with anyone, you know, just as good as anyone. And so that definitely stood out. But, you know, Village was super under recruited, didn't get looked at a lot, played really well. Um, and obviously I'm at Oaks Christian now. So, you know, my ability and, and what I showed at Village kind of um, propelled me into being able to go to Oaks Christian, which has kind of put me in the position where I am today. But I guess with kind of the other offers, you know, they're like you said, you know, they weren't really power five. Um, I had been talking to a lot of power five schools and it was kind of like just the waiting game of I'm throwing for, you know, every team in the country live. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing what I have to do. And then, you know, it's just kind of out of my hands now. I've done what I needed to do. And, and a lot of people I know, um, you get discouraged. You can get like, dude, this is so unfair. And maybe thoughts, you know, did creep in my mind where it's like, well, like, why hasn't this team offered? Why hasn't this happened? Which is just human nature and normal. But um, I think I, I was, you know, graced with just like a lot of peace in the process where I'm like, dude, I, I'm going to just keep doing what I know how to do. Um, I'm going to keep being who I am. I'm going to keep, you know, spinning the rock and it's all going to work itself out. Um, and so I'm super grateful for those other coaches that offered me and believed in me and, um, you know, grateful for this whole process. And though it's been slow and there's been a lot of bumps in the road, like obviously I'm here today committed to, you know, Baylor University, a dream school, and, you know, had been talking to them for a while and uh, they believed in me. Like they pulled the trigger when and maybe some other teams wouldn't and they aren't, they aren't going to regret that. So uh, I'm just super yeah. grateful and, I mean, we're here now, so it doesn't matter if I had zero offers before this. If I had 20 offers from every Power 5 team in the country, I'm committed to Baylor. And so, you know, nobody's going to remember that, but they'll remember what I do here. So I'm freaking pumped, man.
Well, Nate, I'm going to tell you this. Now that you've committed to Baylor, uh, Ohio State's going to call. Notre Dame's going to call. Texas A&M's going to call. You're going to get calls from every university yeah. in the country. Just, Nate, yeah. from experience, hang up the damn phone. Just put it Just put it down. Um, because, look, that that's what Baylor has shown with the quarterback coach, Sean Bell, and Jeff Grimes have shown is that they find quarterbacks who are under-recruited and overlooked and turn yeah. them into legitimate Power 5 players. And you've yes, seen sir. that in past recruits that have gotten calls from those schools yes, after sir. committing to Baylor. And I'm sure it'll happen for you. Uh, Nate, mm-hmm. why why this decision now, though? What what was it about today, Thursday, May 18th? You said, okay, I, I'm ready to go to Baylor. Yeah, um, I think just, you know, like I said, it's been a long process, you know, talking to these coaches and kind of building that relationship, which I know Baylor really prioritizes that. So they're not going to be a team which – you know, it's just going to be like, oh, we beat you today and we're offering you. It's kind of like we want to get to know who you are. Um, and so I just think like this decision has been kind of in the waiting for a while. Where, like I said, mm-hmm. it's a dream school and, and I know everything about Baylor. It's not like I got the offer and I'm still trying to figure things out. And obviously this happened super quick. Um, and I still had to think about it and maybe like sit down for a second and evaluate. But it's like I think every time maybe I try to let my mind go somewhere else, it just flips back to Baylor. And so that's kind of a telltale of just like, dude, there's nowhere else I want to be. There's no other place I'd rather be. And like you said, with other schools, like I'm already having some schools reach out literally today. I can say that right now. You know what I mean? And like talking to my private quarterback coach, it's like, dude, like it's the best feeling in the world to, you know, go and meet a coach or go and text a coach and just be like, hey, I've committed to Baylor. So like, good luck with everything. I wish you the best, but you're not going to hear anything from me because I'm not going anywhere. So. What was the uh, what was the reaction from the coaching staff at Baylor when you told them? Yeah, I mean, they were excited, you know, as you know, we're kind of on the same page and right in the same wave of just like, you know, I want to be here. They want me to be here. Um, We built such a strong relationship and we value the same thing. So, you know, they were pumped for me and my family. You know, Um, yes, they're excited for the team and, and feel like Baylor got better today. But I mean, more so just seeing the reaction of my family and just like how excited we were because you want to, you always want a guy who's excited to be there. Um, you don't want a guy who can, who are just going to tolerate it. You want a guy who's going to, you know, take the responsibility and, and be like, you know, this is what I'm here to do and, and let's make that happen. So they were excited. Yeah. German short hairs, Labrador retrievers, my shorts. What do they all have in common? Bird dogs. When I tell you that the most comfortable thing I've ever put on my body, I mean it. And I put a lot of stuff on my body. These are unbelievable. It's like I'm wearing air. It's like I put nothing on. Worth the money? Yes. Tenfold. Spectacular. Also worth the free Yeti that you get when you buy bird dogs right now with my promo code that I'm going to give you. They have a stretchy fabric that makes my legs look good. I have, I've always considered myself to have the legs of horses. I have large calves and large, large, like what, quads? Is that what that's called? Like just my thigh. My general thigh is large. My legs. I don't know what it is. My butt, that area. So I've needed shorts that like don't, you know, I want to, you know, you show off a little bit, but also I I don't want to be so tight that it's gross and feels bad. These are not too tight to be gross and feel bad. These shorts are my new favorite golf shorts. I am bad at golf. I'm not very good at golf, but I'm better now because I'm wearing bird dogs. Right now, guys like Dave Portnoy does his pizza reviews wearing these. College football nerds say the perfect pants for dads that have little extra gut. I'm building mine right now with a few too many Miller Lights. Bird dogs make these dads look great. They make me look great. Bird dogs are what you need right here, right now. 
Look, go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on college and just try this. Go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on college, enter the promo locked on college, all caps locked on college. They'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order at locked on college. That's birddogs.com forward slash locked on college using promo code locked on college. Do it now, please. I dare you and see what happens. Nate, uh, I I have bad connection on my Wi-Fi right now. Uh, you have good connection when it comes to finding receivers amongst any defense. That's the first thing I noticed looking at your film. I was like, dude, this guy's a smart QB. He can read a defense. I, I, I the X's nose look there for the birds. You and Coach Bell can figure that out. That's not for them. That's not for me. But it, it seems yeah. like that's one of the major strengths of your game. When you consider your ceiling, like what is it that makes you a, a good quarterback? What's your strength? Yeah. Um, I get asked this question a lot and, you know, maybe it changes every time because I'm trying to think of like the right thing to say or, you know, what's a cool thing to say. But to be honest, dude, like I think what separates me because you know, a lot of guys can throw the ball really well. Um, a lot of guys can throw a 10 yard out route. Um, but I think what separates me is my quick twitch ability. So when I'm on the move, um, I continue to keep my eyes downfield and, and I'm looking to throw when I run, if that makes sense. And I can move. Um, I can move really well. It didn't show a lot in my film. I actually played my whole junior season with a with a grade three torn abdomen. So um, it's fully healed now, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of ramp up the running. But uh, um, I can throw on the run really well. Um, I think I have a lot of different arm angles I can throw from. I'm not a super um, just sit back in the pocket and throw super over the top thrower like a Peyton Manning or. You know, kind of one of those guys. I'm very a modern quarterback where, like, I can move and, and I can do a lot of unorthodox things and extend plays. And so when something – maybe we're in a wrong play or, or where I see something where I, that I don't like, you know, I trust myself to be able to be like, okay, well, I can just put this on my shoulders and I'm going to have to run away from this defensive end who thinks he's a five-star, but he's not going to catch me and kind of, like, just super confident in my ability to, you know, escape and, and make plays on the move and um, – yeah, just make every throw on the field, I think, is really important as well. I think I, I can make every throw on the field and I'm pretty confident in my ability. So, Nate, that's on the field, moving back off the field, being a PK. Yes. Pastor's kid in the house. What yes, does the faith aspect of Baylor mean to you? And how much did that play into you making this call? Yeah, um, I think it played it played a pretty good role, and and I know that the staff at Baylor and and Baylor being a Christian school, like I said, similar values. Um, and yeah, I'm a follower of Christ. I love Jesus. I have my whole life, and and that's a big part of my background and my family's background. Obviously, you know, my father's a pastor. You know, he's my hero. So, um, he's doing big things for the Lord right now. But, you know, I think uh, just the moment I stepped on campus, and, and and they knew I was, you know, the son of a pastor, and kind of that that was super important to me. And, and knowing things about Baylor even before I got there just from my parents and, and you know, following them my whole life, it's like I know that that's a value for them. And, you know, from the top down with, you know, Coach Aranda, like I just know, and even from talking to them, you know, like that's that's something that they value. So I think that's important is, yes, on the field stuff is important. Baylor is one of the best programs in the country. Um, but, you know, when it comes to the people and, and what they value and, and football doesn't last forever. Um, and they know that, and I know that, and and you know we have bigger a bigger calling in life and a bigger purpose in life, and so um, I just try to keep that in mind and and try to realize who am I playing for, 
Um, you know, I'm not playing for myself. I'm, I'm not playing to please other people, but I'm just playing to like, you know, honor the Lord and, and really just be, you know, a man of God and, and, and use my gifts that he's given me to, to glorify him. And I think, you know, Baylor, they want to do the same thing. We're all playing for the right reasons. And, and when you do play for that, you know, that, that one reason, then uh, the Lord usually blesses you and blesses the team and you see it happen a lot. Um, so I guess that's kind of the, the short answer, but you know, my faith is really important to me. So Baylor was a spot where I could continue to grow in my faith as well. Well, Nate, let's go rapid fire. We all got a couple more minutes left with you here. So I've got yes, the, uh, here come the fun questions. Favorite Baylor player to watch growing up. Dang. Say it, Nate. Okay, Say okay, RG3. Everyone, Everybody okay, always okay, says okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. See, that's, that's, thing. that's what I was going to say. Okay, RG3, I mean, he's amazing. Like, probably the best player Baylor ever, obviously, Heisman. But my favorite player growing up, it's different. It, I, Bryce Petty. I love me some right. Bryce Petty. I thought that dude was a baller, man. The, the, that team back in the day, Fiesta Bowl, UCF, you know, like that, that team. That Why was, did you have to that bring solid. that game up, Nate? Why did you have to bring up the Fiesta Bowl against UCF? Of all of the I'm games just saying, that you team. Up, I'm just saying that team. That's just, I uh, told so many other that, things but. you could reference from that season, but the Fiesta Bowl, of course, is where you go. <laughs> Bryce know. Petty, great pick. No, um, Bryce Petty's a dog, though. He is a dog. I will give you that. Still lives in Waco. Um, Nate, your, your go-to order at George's Bar and Grill. George, I've never been. Dude, Nate, what? You told me you lived in Waco. You've never been to George's? Yeah, I was, I was like a child, though. I was like really small. Okay. <laughs> George's so is maybe, still okay. a legendary place. But but maybe I did and I don't remember, okay? I mean, Vtex is the spot. Yeah, I went back there and, and visited Waco and Fuego, you know, like this. We got some spots, but. Dude, I am like, I, know, I could man. throw a baseball from like where I'm sitting right now to Fuego. And hit me in California? Oh. <laughs> no, probably not. I don't have your arm strength, Nate. Uh, that I is know, why I'm like, a podcast feel... host and not a Baylor quarterback. I know. I just feel like you're so mad at me for that comment. Instant regret. But it's all <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, of all dude. the things, like, you know, what's your favorite Baylor memory? Oh, you know, Baylor, Michigan State, obviously. <laughs> like, dude, what? <laughs> all right, sweet. That's um, too good. What, uh, Nate, That's... your your <laughs> Give me let's let's we'll stick food here. What's your favorite food? Uh, this is so cliche. Uh, but I think people in Texas will like it. You know, steak, steak and mashed right, potatoes. Yeah. Doesn't get better than that. I can dig it. Steak and potatoes. Okay. Uh, your favorite music? What's your go-to? What's on the playlist right now? What's on the playlist right now? Um, I mean, I'll listen to some you know hip hop, rap before games get me hyped up. Hip hop, driving and cruising. Yeah, okay, yeah, a little bit. That's what the kids but, are listening uh, to today. Hip hop. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm like past the kid phase, though. So, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm inching towards college. So, you know how it is. But uh, if I'm just driving, cruising in the car, hanging out, I like me some country. I've gotten into country lately. So, yeah. Such as? Uh, Morgan Wallen, big, big Morgan Wallen fan. Mm-hmm. Luke Holmes. Yeah, Luke Holmes. Chris Stapleton, I think he's the greatest ever. I don't even think it's close. Yeah. Chris Stapleton, baller. Uh, okay, I so mean, like, a, like a Parker too. McCollum, Tyler Shoulders, are you into the – like the Texas country yeah. at all? Yeah. Yeah. I could. I was not I, a very confident. Yes. For, Nate. for sure. There's a mood for it. There's their answer. Confident. Like there's, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Mood for it. I'll give it to you. Um, Nate, your, your dream job outside of sports, you be like an astronaut or something. No, that's terrifying. I'll be honest with you. I'm not scared yeah. of a football field, but being in space is kind of a different type of challenge. So I don't know about that, I'll but I, I'd say, uh, yes. Um, I think I'd say I've always been into sports broadcasting. I think it'd be fun to do like what Tony Romo, Troy Aikman does, 
kind of what you do, you know, like podcast stuff. So, yeah, you're balling right now. You're you're beast. Um, but yeah, I love Drake, man. I love what they do. You know, play quarterback, have a lot of knowledge, go make a crap ton of money doing sports broadcasting. Doesn't sound like a like a bad life. Still get to be around the game of football. It's pretty cool. So. And just talk about sports, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not very hard. You just talk about sports, and they give you money. Um, Nate, your do you have a pro team? That's a good question. Do you have a pro team? Yeah, yeah. This see when I when people in California ask me, it's super unpopular. But you know, I'm a Texas boy now, so I, Dallas Cowboys. My dad grew yes. up in Dallas. Um, I'm just growing up a Cowboys fan. Lived in like I said, Texas and Oklahoma. That's the closest team. So, I mean, kind of got to be a got to be a cowboy, man. Wow. Well, Nate, um, I'm excited for you to be back in Waco. I'm excited. I'm, I didn't think I would have to show you around, but you've never been to George's, so I guess we got to check that off the bucket list, um, I know, dude. I know. Like that's, that's you, a you're a whole Baylor Bear now. Like you're a Baylor quarterback at your dream school. Like not a lot of people get to do that. Uh, and I'm pumped for you, man. I, I'm excited for you to get Thank to Waco. You. Excited for what you can do on the field. Sure. Uh, any questions for me before we go about the whole sports broadcast process? Yeah. Um... I mean, how how long have you been doing this? Nate, I've been it? doing sports for like six years. I graduated college last week, which was super fun, by the way. You should definitely oh, try to real? graduate while you're here. Yeah, 100%. Dang. Okay. 100%. I am like okay. unpacking and leaving my fraternity house right now. Not a fraternity house. For legal reasons, I can't say that. But a house in which I <laughs> okay. live with my fraternity I never brothers. heard it. I we are unpacking it. right now. Um, but yeah, sweet, yeah, like man. six or seven Congrats. years. So. Thanks, yeah. dude. That's dude. awesome, man. Good I, stuff. You will enjoy graduating college uh, and high school here in a year. Go, yeah, have fun your senior year. Obviously, don't get hurt, but just, you know, tear it up. And I'm not getting hurt. Go I got you, bro. Become a five-star and all that jazz. But, Nate, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, my friend. Everybody else out there, thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Come back Monday. We'll continue to break down everything from Baylor football to basketball to softball. Softball's playing this week. All of that and more at Locked On Thanks again for making it your first listen every single day and have a great weekend. Baylor. And we're out.